0: primal path programming for monday october 4th through saturday october 9th Uh, announcements you guys can see that our parking lot is getting some work done to it they should be paving it this week Um, and then we gotta sit for a little bit so once they pave it we can walk on it we just can't park on it in about three weeks we're gonna have the entire front area where you currently park ripped up they're redoing that entire front, widening it. They're making, giving us an apron um, as well. So uh, it's going to look pretty ugly before it looks better. And I, once again, as always, I really appreciate your patience during this. But it, it'll turn into a really nice place. So that being said, let's move on to... Actually, last thing, are um, Driven and... Our Driven Supplements and our apparel should be in this week. They, they shipped last week, so just waiting in and I'll send an email out when all that stuff is and then you guys will be able to pick it up into the uh, the reception desk. We'll have everyone's stuff up there as well too. So, anyways, let's go on. Get to the programming. Monday, October 4th, well, we have our move. Four minutes on, minute and a half off for four rounds. We're looking at... 20 slam ball squat cleans, 14 slam ball hold alternating lunges, and eight burpee ball slams. Building that independence to the hip, when we're looking at those squat cleans, we wanna make sure that we bring that ball all the way up from the ground into the front rack position with our legs locked out, and then we add in the clean. So we can make this a two-part movement. You can be very mechanical about it. We wanna make sure that you are standing all the way up, having the ball on the chest before you squat down. Uh, that for our squat, Clayton's. For the slam ball holds, alternating lunges, you can hold it anywhere, over your head, by your side, on your shoulder. It doesn't really matter as long as you find a way to find balance in that and work your way through that, as well as those burpee ball slams. Pretty much everything should be unbroken. You guys kind of know the drill of this. About four minutes on, minute 30 off, four rounds. For our rebuild, we're going to do 50 ring push-ups and 50 banded pull-aparts. Those ring push-ups allow us great position to keep in the hands close to the body. It also allows our shoulders to really reset backwards. We should feel a stretch on the front side of the pec and the activation of the pec and the bicep on those push-ups. When we have those push-ups, we wanna make sure that we're fully locking the elbow out at the top. There's a lot of strength that gets lost with our life now not locking our elbows out. So make sure we're doing that on each and every rep and adjust those rings as you need. So as time goes on, if you're getting tired, just elevate those uh, rings so they're a little bit easier to do. You should be breaking these set of 50 up uh, for sure. Three, four sets, that's totally fine. And we're doing 50 banded pull-aparts. We're gonna focus on the elbows being locked out before we even pull, keeping tension in the band the entire time. We're going to try and work on two or three seconds out, two or three seconds in. So we're not just pulling these things apart like a warm-up. We're actively being uh, thinking about the muscles that we're using, pulling the shoulder blades back, having that band touch the upper part of the chest, and creating that resistance when we come back in. Tuesday, three minutes on, one minute off until completion. So we're going to do 12 chin-ups, 15 slam ball sit-up tosses, 400 meter farmers carry we're going to accumulate 400 meters farmer carry in 25 meter increments but you're going to pick up where you left off for each round continue until you have accumulated the entire 400 meter of distance we're going to adjust this distance for people as well too so if you walk really fast you can get this done um you know 12 chin-ups and 15 slam balls we can see some people like really walking fast so in general we're looking for you know three rounds would be nice to have you guys do if you can get it done in two you get it done in two but in general we're looking for about three rounds to get this done if you go a little bit over that's totally fine um but once again you're doing 12 chin-ups 15 sit-up tosses then you're grabbing your farmer's carry, and you start walking. When that time clicks, maybe you've accumulated 125 meters. You're going to rest a minute. Then you're going to do 12 chin-ups, 15 slam-ball sit-up tosses. Then you're going to go back to that farmer's carry starting at 125, then going as far up as you can get, uh, and continue that until you're completed with the 400-meter farmer's carry. For rebuild two rounds, we have our arch builders. We're bringing those back, so we're doing twelve each uh, arch builder partial shrimp, shrimp squats and twelve each single leg elevated glute bridge raises. So those arch builders, we have those two plates. We have that arch bridging between the plates of the foot, and do a partial shrimp squat. So we're gonna have the other knee bent, the leg behind us, and we're just trying to lower the body down to the ground. We don't have to get that knee down all the way. On the shrimp squats, if you do, heck yeah, good job for you. Uh, We're going to do 12 each uh, on each leg. And then once again, we're going to do those single leg elevated glute bridges. So use one of the plates that are on the ground. You're going to put both of your heels on that. And we're going to drive the heels into the ground. Keep the knees in the same distance as the feet are apart. And squeeze those glutes and push those hips nice and high. Get a little bit more out of the glutes. Wednesday, October 6th, our move is just one round. We're doing a 400 meter run, 30 double dumbbell deadlifts followed by a calorie row 20 or 15 rest two minutes then you're gonna do a 400 meter run 30 kettlebell snatches we're going to switch every five 20 15 calorie row rest two minutes 400 meter run 30 american kettlebell swings 20 or 15 calorie row we are putting a 20 minute time cap on this so you guys are going to just move through those those sets of 30 you should be looking at relatively unbroken on all that stuff you, you can break it up like I said there's no like penalty or anything like that but in general we're going to try and get through that set of thirty. so you're going to grab weight that just kind of keeps you moving uh, and at the same time if if you wanted to go a little bit heavier on this one and break it up to two or three sets that's totally fine too we're all about that just as always just make sure that we're focused on quality position and we're not feeling pain when we're working out we don't want that our rebuild for that day is going to be three rounds of 10 each acid grass split squats. We've been having you guys do some on the ground, some on a box. We're going to go back to the ground. Focus on before we step out into that position, we're going to be in a splits position. We're going to be on the toe of the back foot. We want the glute firing on the back foot. We want the open part, of the, or we want to feel the psoas in the front side of the hip uh, getting a stretch. And then we're melting into that front foot. So all the work is going to be done on that back foot is what we're trying to do with the split squats until we have to come up out of there out of the bottom, which then we're gonna be using a little bit more of the front leg, but you should still feel a lot on that back leg. You can bend that back knee. We do not want the knee touching the ground on the split squats. So that's the rule. You can try it from the ground, but if you get into the split squat and your knee touches the ground, we need to elevate you because that takes away from the hip independence that we're trying to create with the ATG split squats. We're also throwing in a 30 second couch stretch. So if that first round, maybe your knee just barely touches, we have that couch stretch in there to try and open up those hips. And then I would say go to the box for the second round. And then that third round, try all the way to the ground again. And you might find that you're capable of doing it. Thursday, October 7th, two minutes on, one minute off for four rounds. A little bit shorter, faster one. Rounds one and three, you're going to be 30 toes to bar, whatever's left of those two minutes. You're going to do max rep dumbbell thrusters in the time remaining. And on rounds two and four, we're going to do 30 push-ups. And we're going to do max rep dumbbell hang muscle cleans in the remaining time. So, this one we're trying to focus on holding on, pushing that muscle endurance. When things get tough, you only have two minutes. We're trying to get you guys to hold on to that weight, hold on to that movement, push out a couple reps, create more tears in the muscle fibers, so we can build back more than mind muscle connection and healthier muscles. For rebuild, two rounds, fifteen each renegade rows and six and excuse me, eight slider pike ups. Yeah, so we're smoking a lot out of your shoulders today and arms, which is good. You're gonna need it. Uh, with that, you can adjust those reps as needed. If 15 seems like too much, you can only get 10 in, that's fine. I do want all 10 on one side or all 15 on one side, then all 15 on the other. And with the slider pike ups, the goal is not to try and scoot it forward as quickly as possible, but slide those feet from a plank position into like almost like an inchworm where the hips are nice and high. But we're trying to focus on keeping the legs straight. If you think about the core lifting your legs in or bringing your legs in, uh, you're doing it right. If you're just thinking about sliding the feet and, and, and pushing the, the feet into the sliders and bringing the feet forward, you're losing the impact of what we're trying to do with that movement, which is okay. It's part of the learning process, but I want you guys to be thinking about the core bringing the legs in closer to the hands, not the uh, the feet. All right, Friday, we got one round. We are looking at 75 jumping pull-ups, 50 plate ground to overheads, 50 box jumps, 75 box step-ups with the plate. All right, so we have the more difficult movement up front um, and the upper body, and then the more difficult movement in the lower body, more dynamic uh, with the box jumps over the box step-ups. 14-minute time cap on this. This is one of those ones... High reps, you just go, you know, set it up. You're starting off at a consistent pace. You want to try and maintain that pace the entire time. You're going to break this up as you need. Try to rest uh, as little as possible. Just be consistent with your movement. So a little bit slower movement, a little bit more consistent. You'll actually get it done faster than going ham outside the gate, just going hard uh, right outside the gate and um, struggling through the rest of the workout. Okay. For rebuild. Or keeping it simple, 400-meter single-arm overhead farmer's carry. You can alternate arms as needed. But if you start feeling your back really kick in, bring that overhead position down into the front rack position. that gets tiring, keep on changing up those arms. You could put that weight anywhere else. But we want to keep it away from the side of the body. We do a lot of that. So we want this behind the head, on the shoulder, up over the head, maybe even right in the center of the belly doesn't really matter but we just want to keep it away from like i said hanging from the side of the body and then saturday every six minutes for three rounds round one we're going to do 200 meter run 12 box pike walkouts 200 meter run then round two we're going to do 20 dips 200 meter run 20 dips Round three, 200-meter run, 30 bear crunches, 200-meter run. Whatever time is left for the six-minute window is rest. Aim to have about two minutes of rest between your sets. So you should be finishing the interval in 3 to 3.30 to 4 to 4.30. If you finish in three minutes or less, you're scaling too heavy. Okay, so we need to bump up the difficulty of the movements. Um, yeah, so we either bump up the difficulty or bump up the reps. That's what we're trying to do. So if you burn through at round one, you do 200-meter run, you do 12 box pike walkouts, and all you have left is a 200-meter run, and you're already at the minute and 30, then you should bump those box pike walkups, like double it, make it 24. And if you do it that way, then you'll still get the 200-meter run in, and then you'll be finishing up at 330-ish, more or less, three 330-ish. Time frame on that, so we get to adjust the reps or we could adjust the difficulty of the movement. It doesn't really matter which one you do. We'll allow you guys to decide on that, um, but you definitely don't want to be finishing before three minutes, or we'll we'll uh, we'll increase those reps for you if you need to. But that's going to be for our move. And then for our rebuild, we're going to do 40 banded dead bugs and 40 oblique heel touches. So those banded dead bugs laying on the back, we're going to have like a red band with the arms creating distraction, pull apart. And then both knees are going to be close to the chest. You're going to extend one leg out while we extend both of those arms holding the band up overhead, bring it back together. Then we're going to be switching legs, but the arms are always going to be going over the head. And then with those oblique heel touches, we're going to be staying on the ground flat with our heels close to our glutes. Arms are going to be pinned to the side of the body. And we're going to teapot left and right to try and touch the heel when we get into those uh, oblique heel touches. Anywho, thanks for joining us for another Primal Path Programming on a Sunday. Look forward to seeing you guys on Monday. Enjoy the rest of your day.